Mac Folklore Radio, read by Derek. The other morning, I went to Michael Tsai's blog to read the latest Macintosh doom and gloom, and his latest post was about my podcast. Hello to all my new listeners from Michael Tsai's blog. Michael Tsai is one of those rare Macintosh developers still developing simple, beautiful, native desktop applications. His blog covers general and development-related Macintosh news, stuff that matters, not iOS accessory reviews and Apple TV celebrity gossip. That's mjtsai.com. I read it too. A word of warning, when life throws you curveballs, like it is right now for me, I only publish about once a month, or a little more frequently when I don't have to contend with heat waves, health problems, and giant articles. If you have a topic or article you'd like to cover, get in touch with D-E-R-E-K at MacFolkloreRadio.com. Previously on Mac Folklore Radio, PowerBook 100s lack one feature even the Macintosh Portable had, a video out port for connecting projectors and external monitors. I read the following product review when I was little, and ever since then, every time I see someone in a jam struggling to get their laptop to work with a projector right before a presentation, I think back to this article. Macworld, September 1992. Product review of the Invisio Notebook Display Adapter. External monitor support for PowerBooks by David Pogue. Pros. Fast. No external cables or boxes. Cons. Understaffed technical support, various bugs and glitches, incompatible with some software, some monitors, virtual memory, RAM disk, and all third-party memory upgrades. Company, Invisio. Requires a PowerBook and specific monitor models. Call for details. List price, PowerBook 14170 model with no additional RAM, $800. US with 2 or 4 megabytes of RAM, 1195 or 1595 US dollars. PowerBook 100 model with 1 megabyte of RAM, 700 US dollars. With 2 megabytes, 900 US dollars. Rating 2 out of 5 stars. The Invisio Notebook Display Adapter is a tiny circuit board that a dealer installs in the PowerBook. It replaces the hinge of the laptop with a standard connector into which you can plug an external monitor. The adapter is designed to overcome two drawbacks of the PowerBook, its inability to use external monitors and its inability to display color. This arrangement could be a godsend for travelers who have to make presentations, especially since the board is also supposed to work with several brands of LCD projection pads, which enable you to use an overhead projector to display the Macintosh's screen to a whole room full of people. Rival external monitor products use the PowerBook's SCSI port, which, according to Invisio, slows down the display. The SCSI port, which runs at about 1.5 megabytes per second, is a bottleneck. The 2-ounce Invisio board is completely enclosed inside the Mac. The advantage of this scheme is speed. As you watch the external monitor, objects and windows appear almost as fast as they would on a non-laptop. First Impressions My first Invisio board went up in thick, smelly gray smoke that poured out of the keyboard. When I tried to turn the laptop on again later, it was dead. Invisio's technical support staff recognized the symptom immediately. 
up to 2,000 of the first boards, I was told, had an exposed piece of circuitry. In rare power books, they said, this protruding metal caused a short circuit with the underside of the keyboard. The company assured me that the potential problem has long since been fixed, and that if you return a smoked-out power book to Invisio, it will be repaired for free. Invisio restored mine and installed a new notebook display adapter board. As the Mac starts up, you're supposed to press the Option key until the Invisio control panel appears, where you specify the external monitor's size. But my second Invisio board had trouble with every monitor I tested. The Apple 12, 13, 15, 16, and 21-inch displays and the radius pivot. On some monitors, applications behaved as though they were on a black-and-white Mac. On others, several inches of usable display area were blanked out, producing, for example, a Mac Classic size image even when attached to a full-page monitor. When I tried to get help from the company, I was repeatedly told there was only one technician who could answer my questions, and he was frequently either, quote, on another line, or, quote, away from his desk. When I finally did reach him, he was as mystified about the board as I was. I don't know what to tell you, he said finally. I later learned that there are, in fact, two technicians, but both of them are hard to reach, and they gave me contradictory advice. Third Times a Charm The company finally sent me one of its own PowerBooks, with a brand new board and version 1.2.2 of the software installed. It worked beautifully. All five Apple monitors I tested displayed smooth, quick graphics. The pivot only worked in portrait orientation. I could easily understand why a trainer or presenter might savor a PowerBook thus equipped. But even Invisio's own hand-picked board held rude surprises, not one of which is mentioned in the shamefully incomplete manual. You can't use virtual memory. If you try to use the PowerBook's RAM disk while a monitor is attached, the PowerBook gets permanent lockjaw and won't start or restart until you remove the battery. The protruding connector prevents you from opening the PowerBook's screen as far as you could otherwise. File and Apple menu icons aren't in color, and neither the Labels menu nor the Apple Color Picker works. Wacky things happen when you open a color graphics program. Scroll bars and window elements turn violent shades of purple and brown, and the colors in your artwork are randomly scrambled. The number of colors that can appear on screen decreases with monitor size, ranging from 256 colors on a 12-inch screen to only black and white on a 19-inch or larger screen. The PowerBook 100 version of the adapter isn't designed to show color on any monitor. The software isn't smart enough to know when the PowerBook is no longer connected to an external monitor. If you try to start up after disconnecting the monitor, the Mac hangs at the welcome screen until you repeat the option key restart business. The software is also incompatible with several popular programs, including Now Startup Manager 3.0, Sam Intercept, and incredibly, Apple's System 7 Tune-Up 1.1.1, which protects you from the famous disappearing files bug. Because the board uses the PowerBook's memory expansion slot, you can't upgrade your PowerBook's memory or use any RAM upgrade you've already bought. The only way to get more memory is to purchase an Invisio board that has more RAM installed on it. The company sells its board with 2, 4, or 6 megabytes of RAM. 
If you later decide you want more, the company will swap you a more heavily RAM-laden board, removed, incidentally, from somebody else's machine, for the difference in list price. According to the company, by the time you read this, the list price for the adapters will be lower. During the course of this review, Invisio produced a stream of software and hardware revisions. First, a piece of mylar was added to the board to prevent the short-circuiting risk. Then the company replaced the flimsy wire connector, which didn't attach firmly to the monitor, with a built-in connector. Invisio upgraded the software from version 1.2.2 to 1.2.8, and then, when 1.2.8 was found to have problems, withdrew it and reinstated the previous version. Invisio board owners were notified about the connector replacement, but not about the smoking risk or the software change. If you get a bum board, Invisio promises to make things right, no matter how many times you have to send your PowerBook back. Invisio pays the shipping one way, but you'll have to do without your PowerBook for a couple of days. Before you go out and buy one of these boards, though, answer three important questions. Is your monitor on the list of models that work with the board? Rasterops monitors, for example, are not, and over half the supported monitors require special cables. Call Invisio to find out. Second, is it worth sacrificing virtual memory, some software compatibility, and your memory expansion slot, especially in light of the new, faster, SCSI graphics adapters coming to market? And third, how's your stomach for worry? It's my guess that sending a pre-tested PowerBook, as Invisio did for me, is an option the company probably won't extend to you. Special thanks to Atlantic Computer Systems for providing a loaner PowerBook and to Microcomputer Publishing Center, whose staff patiently assisted with the testing of various monitors. Especially since the board is also supposed to work with several brands of LCD projection pads. For younger listeners, up until the early 1990s, there was no such thing as an LCD projector. There were plain overhead projectors, and there were these multi-thousand dollar tiny LCD screens that you could plop down on top of an overhead projector, and maybe you could get some kind of muddy, washed-out, low-contrast image projected onto the wall. Those were not the days. See Macworld January 1993 for an exhaustive review of then-current LCD projection pads. 